Well, thank you very much, Nestor, for that uh, introduction. I should just let you stay up here and preach the rest of the sermon. It was really, really good. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you this morning. I'd invite you to follow along uh, as we look into the book of Acts, uh, that chapter that our lovely friend uh, read a few moments ago, Acts chapter 8, uh, verses 1 to 7. This is conversation tomorrow, today is the integration of this Faith at Work series and this Mission Celebration Sunday. And that comes together in a very powerful, potent way this morning as we look at this chapter in Acts. Here's my goal as I share with you this morning. I want to help Knox Church, uh, as someone who's been associated with this church for over 60 years. I want to help Knox participate in this global movement of God's Spirit in which our skills in the workplace are being used as an authentic, legitimate, credible platform from which our lives can be visible. The credibility, the authenticity of our lives can be visible and we can lift up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in that context. And so I've given uh, the title to our message this morning, Marketplace Martyrs. Marketplace Martyrs. In this chapter that we read seven verses from, I want to draw our attention particularly to verse four. And it says, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. And I want to lift up this one hidden little expression, this hidden little sentence as the focus for our consideration this morning. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Here's the context. Before this quiet little sentence is the long story of Stephen and his martyrdom, his laying down his life for Jesus Christ. It wasn't expected. It wasn't a desirable thing but it happens. And Stephen is famous through the entire history of the church for being the first one following the Lord Jesus Christ himself, who was the first ultimate martyr, someone who laid down his life for Jesus Christ. At the other end of this passage, we have Philip, demonstrating the miracles that accompany the proclamation and the invasion of the gospel into our world. And so we have martyrdom on one side and we have miracles on the other side. And in between, we have what might be referred to as the mundane, the boring, the almost unnoticed, 
simply this, that ordinary people, not a Stephen who was killed, and not a Philip who performed miracles, but the vast majority who are just ordinary people engaged in mundane, even boring things. Those are the people that I want to focus on this morning because those are us. At least that's probably how you feel yourself to be this morning. Your life is mundane. It's, it's a, a life of day after day after day without anything particularly dramatic happening. What does mission look like for you and for me in that context? You and I are what I want to refer to as martyrs in the market. Because the word martyr is actually an exceedingly important concept in Scripture. The word martyr means witness. The word martyr, while it may sometimes extend all the way to the end where we might die for the Lord Jesus Christ, martyr more simply is about living a life of steady, consistent testimony and witness as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And here is what I want to lay upon each one of our hearts this morning. The opportunity, the calling, the vision to be martyrs for Christ in the ordinary marketplace where we spend our days. It's these men and women who were unexpectedly scattered before these violent winds of persecution who went everywhere, and this is what I want to emphasize, as they went everywhere, they took with them the tools of their trade. They had to. They moved across the territory. And with them, on the run, they took the tools of their trade. As they settled down, their vision and their passion was to be testimonies to Jesus Christ. But as they lived their lives, they did so in the daily marketplace with the tools of their trade, their piano, their surgeon's scalpel, their carpenter's hammer and saw, their plumber's pipe wrenches and soldering tools, their chef's pots and pans, their engineer's slide rule, now, engineers don't use slide rules anymore. I have an antique slide rule uh, where I studied across the street chemical engineering here at the University of Toronto. Today, we use CAD-CAM, sophisticated computer technology, but you get the point. 
As we are scattered out into the marketplace, taking the tools of our trade, we live there as martyrs for Jesus Christ. This is your mission. This is the mission of the church day after day after day. And you can see why I say that in this passage, we are integrating our faith at work with this celebration of mission wherever that might be. Notice very carefully, I'm speaking to you this morning not as missionaries in the marketplace, but as martyrs in the marketplace. And there is a difference. Let me be very clear. Not every one of us is a missionary. When we say that, or when we hear that, we need to pause and say, actually, that is not true. Missionary in the New Testament is a specific gift of the Holy Spirit called apostolos. That is a gift given to some, recognized by the church, equipped with intentionality, affirmed and sent and supported by the church, and accountable to the church. You are not all missionaries. And I would say this, don't let anyone burden you down with the false burden that you are supposed to be a missionary, because that is a very particular gift of the Holy Spirit, and that's exactly the same as my saying to you, every one of you should be a pastor. Wrong. Or every one of you should be an administrator. Wrong. Or any one of you should have the gift of faith. Wrong. Or the gift of healing. Wrong. However, before you become too comfortable, I want to emphasize this. And I am so much longing for the day when the masks come off because so much of our reaction is with our mouths. Now, my dear brother here, he's really indicating he's into this because his hand is going up. Praise God for that. But the point is this, before you become too comfortable, I know Nestor is smiling behind his face mask there. This is the obligation you do have. This is the reality of your life as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Get ready. It is, Don, to be a martyr. It is to be a martyr. This message this morning is not addressed to all of you as missionaries. It is addressed to all of you as martyrs. Martyrs, authentic testimony givers to the truth of Jesus Christ and to our experience of that truth in our personal lives, that is what it is to be a martyr, to give testimony to what we have seen and heard, to give testimony to 
taste and see that the Lord is good, and this is what he has done for me. And that testimony, that martyr witness, is to be carried out by every one of us in and through the mundane affairs of our days, where we spend our days, and to a large degree that is in the marketplace. Every one of us is in the market. The Greek word is agora. Although the Greek word agora means not just marketplace where buying and selling goes on, but it also refers more broadly to the public square in general. Agora is the gathering place of the public for commerce, for politics, for sports and entertainment. This is the agora in which we are meant to be martyr testimony givers. These believers in Jesus Christ were scattered. They had become a diaspora. What originally had become a running for their life became a being settled down in a neighborhood, settled down in a workplace, settled down in a community, and it was in that place with the tools of their trade that they were martyrs, witnesses to Jesus Christ. This is a costly calling. This is intrinsic to what it means to be a disciple. And it is absolutely critical that the central ministry of Knox Church is to equip the saints to be martyrs. It is to equip each and every one of us to be able to give testimony where God scatters us, where God places us, and are coming together in community, are coming together in life groups, are coming together for this particular service of worship, is that we might be equipped to go back out into the Agora and to do it all over again. Our brothers led us in this amazing hymn, Take My Life and Let It Be. That is the calling hymn of the martyr. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take my moments and my days. Take my silver and my gold. Take my hands and feet. Take my mouth. Take those things that you have equipped me to be and enabled me to accomplish that it all might be for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ that in the Agora, in our places where we are scattered, the name of Jesus Christ might be lifted up as the Lord of all, and the only name given on earth whereby we must be saved. This is our calling into Canada. Some people refer to Canada as a post-Christian country. I am far more optimistic, and I call Canada a pre-Christian country because God is on the move. If you and I will be faithful martyrs, we will see those who at this point 
do not understand, may mock, may resort to violence, may reject us, may humiliate us, may cause us to pay a price for our martyr testimony, but it is to be faithful to Jesus whatever comes. As a professional in the workplace, I can testify to how costly this can be. One of my experiences includes being fired from my position because I had too much integrity. That is what I was given as the specific explanation for why I was being fired. If you and I will be faithful to Jesus Christ, giving martyr testimony to him, we will be exposed to the price. That is what accompanies discipleship. And Knox is meant to be a place of disciples gathering. Knox is meant to be a place of disciples going. Knox is meant to be a place of disciples in training. This is a learning journey. I want to conclude with this quotation from a powerful book I encountered many, many years ago that helped shape my thinking on this issue. Written by a man named Oss Hillman, entitled Rethinking Jesus, he says this. Of Jesus' 132 public appearances, 122 of them were in the marketplace. Of the 52 parables Jesus told, 45 had a workplace context. Jesus spent his adult life as a tecton. There's another Greek word. We've had martyr. We've had agora. We now have tecton. It means contractor as well as carpenter. It's where we get our word technology. And Jesus spent his adult life as a tecton until age 30 before he went into a preaching ministry in the workplace. 54% of Jesus' reported teaching content arose out of questions posed by others to Jesus in the scope of their daily life experience. St. Bonaventure has said, Jesus doing nothing in the first 30 years of his life was in fact a wonderful thing. The only wonder of Jesus' life was not the last three years. It was the 30 years of mundane living preceding that. I cannot say for you or for me what your spiritual gifts necessarily will be. I cannot say where the diaspora scatterings of each and every one of you may take you, whether it is here in Toronto or whether it is in Tehran, Iran. That was Persian that we sang earlier. So we got to get Iran on the, on the radar here. You see how God integrates 
our time of worship together, he has something here for us. And so I cannot tell where he will scatter you, but I can tell you that in your scattering, taking the tools of your trade, you are called to be. By his spirit, you are empowered to be. And by his grace, you will be powerful as a martyr for Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, let us proceed to do what he has called us to do. Let us proceed to be what he has called us to be for his glory. God bless you. Amen. As we reflect on that sermon, which is such a powerful reminder of what it means to be martyrs for Christ, let us reflect on these two questions today. Let us pray for these questions even and ask where God is leading us. First, in what ways do or might you have the opportunity to be a, master, a martyr on mission for Jesus in the marketplace? And second, in what ways or areas are you afraid and in need of courage and wisdom in order to demonstrate, proclaim, and extend the kingdom of God in the market? Let us reflect on these questions.
Good morning, Knox Church. We are a church who is following Jesus, loving the